Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Uh, last night there was uh, I don't know what you call it a half debate, right? Where <laughs> half they debated with themselves, and the other half came out later and debated, but not against each other. It was a lovely forum. It was a forum put on by the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and our Luke Forster decided to head down there. KTR News reporter Luke Forster. So, Luke, how exciting was it last night? I mean, it was interesting. It's You don't get the chance, uh, clearly, to see these uh, two candidates talk together very often. And even though they weren't actually together, they were in the same building and they talked one after another. So, uh, so far, that's the closest we've gotten to kind of a traditional debate type of format. So... You're there. They're asking questions. Uh, what's the crowd like? I heard some cheering here and there. Was it because uh, that's always the thing yeah. too? Who gets to decide the questions? Was the only chamber? Did they? You know, I mean, was one side? Uh, was it more favorable to one candidate than the other, or disrespectful? No, I, I think it was. It was pretty even-handed. I mean, Danny Seiden with the Arizona Chamber of Commerce was the moderator. He was asking them the questions. Um, it was pretty similar questions, even though the candidates did kind of take things in different directions. It was a uh, pretty similar thing and the crowd you know um they were quiet they were respectful there was applause at certain points uh but overall again this is like an event you're paying to get into and uh it's so that kind of tones some of that stuff down a little bit overall it was a pretty even-handed kind of just quick glance through at a lot of their different policy beliefs and and priorities if they were to take the office did the questions uh seem to were they very similar were they answered asked different questions did they control some of what they were talking about or was it just hey everybody's getting the same question similar questions there were some differences kind of tailored to each candidate and yeah like um, I, I will say especially Carrie Lake kind of would take the question and really take control of it and go off in maybe a few different yeah. different directions. But obviously the moderator was there to kind of, you know, reset things at the end and and move on to another topic. But, yeah, no, it was a pretty pre, pretty uh, free form, excuse me, kind of just uh, a conversation up there. Um, but again, like. Carrie Lake uh, has made it clear that that's not what she's looking for. She wants a debate debate the way yeah. we picture a debate. Oh. And now she knows that Katie Hobbs doesn't want that, so she's just going to keep asking for it more. Well, did, did you get the feeling from in listening to Carrie Lake speaking, was she was she angry? Was she more measured? How, how did she come across? Oh, measured. I would say both of them uh, similar tones. Uh, Carrie Lake did kind of directly go after Katie Hobbs right at the beginning um, about the debate stuff, saying she wishes that this were a debate. This isn't the way she would like to address this stuff. Um, and then she went after Katie Hobbs a couple more times um, in in her answers. But again, like this whole event was pretty mild mannered, pretty much just focused on asking questions and getting answers. And the questions also were designed to kind of avoid some of the drama yeah. that very easily could have could have come up. Did, it, did anybody ask, did uh, Danny ask uh, Carrie Lake any questions about election fraud or whether she'd certify elections, things like that? There was a little bit of that, but again, like you could have totally delved into that, but they kind of took the approach of hit a bunch of different topics and um, there really wasn't a whole lot of election talk yesterday beyond kind of the basics we've heard if we want elections secured yeah. and and that that type of stuff. 
Luke Forstner joins the program. Uh, all right, Luke, last question. Appreciate you coming on from all the way over there across the room. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, via satellite. Uh, did they see each other? Did they mad dog each other at any point? Did they give each other the stink eye? So it was hard to tell because we were off to the side. Media was kind of off, um, not with a great angle and view of things. But uh, based on Carrie Lake's Twitter, it looks like she was right up front. Uh, during Katie Hobbs segment yeah. um, and we saw Katie Hobbs walk off I don't know if she left the building immediately when she was done but she was not present she didn't really stick around yeah. so, so she, she left the building so she was gone much yeah. like Elvis. so do, I don't know if you saw this if you can see this from your seat loop but uh, Carrie Lake was sitting up front during Katie Hobbs segment and uh, she was making faces at her kind of sticking her tongue out at her and waving her hand no I'm kidding I'm kidding she wasn't <laughs> don't say really anything Barry's thinking he's being funny <laughs> I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny I couldn't see it uh, Luke no, Forster uh, joining the program. Great uh, KTR Thanks, uh, reporter. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks so much. Of course. Thank you. So uh, it's, uh, I'll tell you, though, Chad, it's, uh, it, look, that's, that can be a good format with a journalist doing someone who's going to ask real questions, follow-up questions, not let a candidate kind of slip away. That could work. I, I, is a debate better? A real debate, which we never really see, but is a real debate better? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think if you're going to do one of these town hall formy things, I to me, there needs to be somewhat of a moderator. Yeah. But you need people from the audience that in an unscripted kind of manner to be able to ask questions and then have that moderator hit him with a second question right. because it can get too scripted is the problem with this. And I think that's what Katie, Katie Ops is looking for. She's looking for scripted situations because she understands uh, I'm going to get boat raced. Because I watched some of that stuff, and Katie did okay, but the natural way that uh, yeah, that, well, that, that that Lake does stuff is is far superior. Yeah, you know, Carrie, I expect that. Carrie Lake is a professional communicator. Yes. it'd be like if you ran for office. I mean, I know. that'd be this awesome. Is, this is what you do for a living. Oh, so just, somebody, shut up, Pablo. Pablo so, starts last. Shit, I was going to make you my campaign manager too. See what you did? You already got fired. If you were if you were appointed campaign manager, cop Pablo, you could pick a new name. Like oh, the king. You'd no, be like the king. Become king. No, but it's she's she's a professional. So I get yeah. I get what Katie Hobbs is doing. I don't like it. I wish she'd debate. But at the end of the day, I don't think it really matters to most people. But Katie Hobbs needs to get out there. She needs to talk to media. She needs to answer questions. She needs to be in an audience. She needs to talk I, to people and answer questions all the time. Here's where I think you're wrong. I think it does matter to people. I think it matters to people that are going to sway this thing. It's a pick em right now. And there's a group of people out there that they don't like the rhetoric and the craziness. But when they see, you know, Carrie Lake, they're like, oh, you know, she's put together. She, she sounds good. Some of the stuff she's talking about, I absolutely agree with. But still, there's that other stuff. But I don't know anything about Hobbs outside of whatever took place in the 2020, 2000 mules, the whole yeah. thing. That, you know, that's what I hear. But I, I, I want to hear more from her. And, well. you know, she said some stuff that was good last night. But can she back it up? The, the first question, as you already know, it's like boxing, right? And Pablo, you all understand. This is my campaign manager. Boxing. You throw the jab. You dance around for a little bit. Your whole thing is I'm sizing you up in the first few rounds to find out what your weakness is so I can continue to go to it. And I think people want to see that. because I, And I think we deserve it. Yeah. Unfortunately, like you say, we won't get it because the minute everybody gets up there. 
it's just going to turn into it's chaos. Uh, it's chaos. And, 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 I'll, and I'm going to, again, I like the debates. I, I think it's, I, I do think it's a good thing for us to have, but I will say it's rarely valuable. Yeah. You rarely get any actual information out of it. And it's, it's entertainment. We're doing it for political entertainment. And that's, there's really no purpose in that. All politics not, now is entertainment. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I'd much rather have, I'd rather have Katie Hobbs come in here and sit in this chair for an hour and let us ask her questions and not let her oh, back out. Well, I would, I would like that too. That with Carrie Lake too. No, but let her do that. I don't think she needs to have Carrie Lake yelling at her and had spittle coming no, out of her mouth. No. Let's really ask her questions. Ask both of them. Actual questions. Follow-ups. Don't let them change the subject. That, to me, is much more valuable than well, them trying to yell at Of course that's much more other. valuable, but we're not going to get that either. Well, she, Car- but Katie Hobbs is suggesting that. But she's, she's saying, suggesting it's still in a much more... Well, she's saying, let's each come up here for 30 minutes and let Ted Simons ask us questions. No, nah, it, it doesn't need to be Ted. Ted can be the moderator, but we need somebody... Who, we need I'll other people it. that are going to bring All it. All right. You, and can, you that, can stop asking it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll yeah, do see, it. See, look, it's always about Barry. Everything's about Barry. You guys have no idea. <laughs> Off the air, guess who it's about? It's about Barry. That's true. Barry it's, and for Gatos. I will always about Gatos. They're not going to they're, they're gonna answer the questions if I'm the moderator. I'll yeah, tell you that. Well, I know that because yeah. I heard you were a lawyer and a smart guy. Somebody uh, told me that one time. Uh, All right. Uh, coming up, a little five spot. Coming up. Five people that have college degrees. All right. You went to college. That's it. You got a degree. Or you got a vocational degree. Either or. We need five people. 277-5827. 277-5827. Call right now. Five, five spot. spot. If you got a college degree, vocational degree, call us. 277-5827. Uh, five spots straight ahead. Yep, Barry in for Jados. Hello. We'll be back <laughs> next week. It's five spot where we put you on the spot. We ask you a question about something that is pertinent to today's world. We ask five of you to call in if you've got a degree, vocational degree, uh, you know, tradesman kind of degree, or a college degree. And we'll tell you why in a moment. First up, Mike in Phoenix. Mike, how you doing? Good, guys. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, Mike, do you have a degree, and what's it in? I have a, uh, undergrad, I have a uh, degree in English Lit and a master's in education. Okay. 38% <laughs> of Americans regret the degree that they have. That's two in five college graduates, Mike. Uh, do you regret your degree? Uh, there was a comedian who said, uh, I paid $50,000 with my English lit degree to read Jane Austen, and I didn't even do it. And I think that fits me perfectly. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right, Mike. Appreciate nice the call. With, Thanks yeah. so much. Uh, so we got one. Eh, not fan. Scott in Casa Grande, Valley of the Dirt People. Yes, we have degrees in the Valley of the Dirt People. How you doing, my man? Good, Chad. How are you? Doing good, brother. Yeah, yeah. The weather's nice in the valley here, the dirt people. It is. That's right. It's very dirty today. That's what we love about that. So what degree do you have? Uh, Air conditioning and electrical from uh, the University of uh, Central Florida. Do you have a regret with that? No, no. um, I actually came out of the program at about 20 years old, and I went to work for $15 an hour, given it was 1995. I was making, in Florida, I was making bank money. That's Plus all the side that's big part. money. Yeah. And the degree only cost me $3,000. Oh, that's a deal. Yeah. And and now, you yeah. still are you still in the industry? 
No, no, I got burned out on it a little while ago, but I'm doing something else. But, man, I still have no regrets, and I still do a lot of side work and air conditioning. There's oh. always that here in Arizona. Always that. Scott Castle, Grand Valley Dirt for Evil. Stay dirty, my man. Stay dirty. Appreciate your call. Elizabeth in Phoenix, uh, what kind of degree do you have, and do you regret it? Hi there. No, I'm just like Mike. I have a, a bachelor's of education in English Lit and a master's in early education. And do you regret having uh, those no, degrees? I, absolutely not. You need them in order to get a teaching certificate, or at least I did 30 years ago. What's your job? You're a so, teacher? Uh, I am, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. lost voice, but uh, yes. So, right. so you do not regret it. Appreciate your call. Thanks so much. Uh, 38% of Americans who have gone to college got the degree. Two in five say they regret it. Humanities uh, leads the way, along with the social behavior sciences, things of that nature. Matt in Litchfield Park, uh, what say you? You've got a degree. What's it in? And do you regret it? Uh, my degree is in occupational education. And no, I don't regret it. It's an undergraduate degree. Um, it has helped put more money in my pocket. That's fantastic. There See, there you go. Right. And I think we're finding people who are specific in their degrees, which like, you know, uh, yeah. that that's a big helper, too. Uh, you know, if you go into your specific in your degree, you're probably going to use it a little bit more. Well, you've you got education and uh, English lit. You have two English lit majors. Yeah. They're OK. Yeah. Well, well one, one okay. of them said One's that the English okay. lit was yeah. kind of like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Will and Phoenix, you're the uh, fifth caller in five spot today. Uh, what degree do you have and do you regret it? Uh, I have a computer studies degree, uh, bachelor's, and uh, no, I don't regret it at all. You still work in the computer world? I do. Uh, it's more of the graphic arts and graphic uh, design, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's kind of an umbrella of computer studies. But when I was in, I was in the military, I retired, and not much call for aircraft armament on the outside. So I had to do something, you know. Yeah, right on, my man. Appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. That's five spots. Do it every single day at this time. Ask your five people today if they regret their degrees, which yeah. it sounds like they do not. They do not. Uh, which is good. Which is good. But according to uh, the latest studies, two out of five Americans, about thirty-eight percent regretted humanities and arts social and behavioral sciences leading the way yeah. uh engineering Tough. and computer information uh, yeah. are the ones yeah. who have the least regret they make a bunch of money they make a bunch of money yeah, that's a right. bunch of money barry marching in for a monsieur gate us be back on monday uh tom rivers joined us earlier in the show we're going to play some of that uh, he's died. in uh he's in london the queen uh elizabeth ii has passed away long live uh, king charles the third uh, who had to one-upper, of course, and be a third. Uh, he is now the king of uh, Great Britain, the UK, and all the surrounding territories. So we're going to talk to him about what it's like over there right now, and uh, we'll do that straight ahead. It is uh, Barry Marks' name for Gatos. Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Queen Elizabeth II has passed. Uh, Godspeed to her. And God save the king. Charles III is now the king of uh, Britain, the UK. And it's uh, what's left of, of, of the, the swath of it all. Joining us now uh, from London, Tom Rivers. And Tom, thanks so much for joining us today from ABC News. What's it like over there right now? Yeah, well, again, you can 
uh, well expect uh, that uh, it's a typical night in London, foggy night in London town. Uh, light rain coming down, uh, but people are congregating, little children in the air, and uh, laying flowers, a few hundred of them outside of Buckingham Palace, and ditto for Windsor Castle. I guess we're going to be seeing that played out, certainly, I guess, for the next 11, 12 days down the road. Is it, uh, is, what, what's the, I know at the end everybody loved uh, loved the Queen. Uh, is, it a, is it a sense of sadness? Is it something where people kind of knew this was coming eventually? Uh, what, what's the overall feeling? And are people, what's the feeling about uh, King Charles? Yeah, well, first of all, yeah, it's sort of like you've got an old relative uh, who's 96. And, you know, you know, we realize, you know, what the clock is saying. But you say, guess what? I'd love you to live another day, another week, another month, maybe another year. That's kind of what the country feels about the Queen right now. Uh, a new chapter in Charles. Um, the Queen certainly presided over uh, a changing, you know, news front. She was uh, she was at the helm. The country went to war. She was at the helm uh, when they went through financial problems, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, she, she had a great curbside seat to life over the past 70 years. Charles uh, he kind of steps in, and he's 73. He's the oldest heir to the throne ever to take over. And the world has changed. It's polarized. America is deeply polarized. The U.K. is deeply polarized. A different world. So, yes, uh, this individual, Charles, can never be what the Queen is. Why? Because the world has changed. And that is your canvas. It's going to be a changing world uh, that he's going to be presiding over, at least in this part of the world. Hey, uh, Tom, uh, the fact is, is uh, we were joking about the quiet quitting. I'm sure you guys have heard about the, the new trend over here. She worked up until she had stuff scheduled for today. She even this yeah. week gave the blessing to, to PM Trust. I mean, she was continuing to move forward. And all of a sudden this morning or later in the afternoon over there, it was the doctors have told her not to do anything. They've called the family. Even, even though she looked a little frail, it seemed like well, I didn't expect it. Even today, I didn't expect it. Yeah, well, exactly. If you think back, you probably hear the very, very famous archive quote of her when she was very, very young, uh, taking over from her father, uh, George VI. And she said, whether I live long or short, my duty is to the country and to serve you, the people. And guess what? She, as you said, up to uh, two days ago, she did exactly that. Tom Rivers uh, uh, from the Foreign Desk uh, joining the program today. We appreciate it, man. Uh, Godspeed to you, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, well, there you go. That. Tom Rivers! Vlad. I knew I knew you'd, you'd do it for him. I knew you'd be there. Yeah, he was struggling. He was telling us earlier. He's just, it's been one of those days, indeed. You know what? I, I forgot about this. Uh the day after 9-11, so 9-12, and 9-11 obviously just a couple days away, 600-year uh, tradition. She had the band play the uh, American National Anthem. That's really? pretty awesome. She said, no, we will do this and stand with our brothers and sisters in America <laughs> because that is what we do, and it's who we are. Hey, did you know uh, that the, you, you if, you, if you know... Well, oh, that was well said. Let's start this again. Do uh, you know a remarkable Valley teacher deserving a $2,500, deserving $2,500? I can't read, Chad. Okay, I'll do it because this is what I do for a living. teacher to 411923 and nominate a teacher today for pay a tribute to a teacher. That's teacher to 411923. It's pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. Your Valley Toyota dealers. All right. Uh, when we cruise back, yeah, we haven't had a chance to get to it. And I think we need to get to it. What is quiet quitting? Oh. Oh.
No, no, no. We found out what that was, except for we really don't know. But we know what quiet firing is. (gasps) We shall discuss that and many other great things. Because you see, Barry is here. I am here. The wise man, Pablo, Becky, all here. Monday, Gatos will be here. Barry will not. It is the Gatos and Chad show. That was show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Barry in for Gatos. Uh, I'm hungry. We're just talking about food. 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 Plenty of food available. Yesterday, uh, you guys might remember, we talked about quiet quitting. We really couldn't tell anybody what quiet quitting was all about because everybody had a different answer uh, of what quiet quitting is. There is something that's happening. And it's a little bit different. It's called quiet fired. <laughs> you don't what? know. Is that when you don't know you're fired? By the way, uh, how passive aggressive are we now, Barry? Where you hate your job, but you really don't want to say it, and you don't want to. And then somebody wants to get rid of you, and they don't really want to say it. So everybody just goes around. I bet half the people are being quiet fired while they're quiet quitting. <laughs> it could happen. You can be fired, not even realize it. So, are so, you ready for this? So, yes. this Let is. Have this you works. seen the Office Space? Yes, that's Where's what it Skype is. Player? Yeah, uh, we just fix the problem. Yes, they, yes, we don't really fire you. We just fix the problem. Right. So, what quiet quitting is is essentially they don't really fire you in a way that you would think you're fired, <laughs> but they push you to a point where you quit. Yeah. You just can't take it anymore. You can't take it anymore. Or you get to the point where you are fired because the things they make you do, you can't the hoops up. you jump through, right. you just can't. You, you're not going to perform. So we've got five. One, two, three, four, five. Five, five. warning signs that you're in trouble. Oh, okay. All right. Your boss is MIA for much needed conversations. No. Not chatting with you. No. Uh, you can't get any FaceTime with them. They're always busy. But you notice... They're not too busy for other people. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Right. So if All that's right. you, yep, yep, yep. and you got some more of these, you really got to start worrying. On the way out. Your boss yes. assigns opportunities you wanted to other team members. <gasps> Uh-oh. So you knew you wanted something. You've made it plainly clear that you wanted it. You've done it before. You're capable of it. But all of a sudden, other people are getting it, and... You're not even getting a reason why you didn't get it. Oh, no, no. You don't want that. Remember, quiet quitting. Yes. And quiet Quiet firing. firing. Yes. Number three, your boss can't provide clarity on why your coworkers are getting raises and promotions while you aren't. Yes. This does sound like office space. It is exactly. (laughs) Steve, we just fixed fixed the problem. We find out that it's, uh, there's less drama there. We just fixed the problem. That's exactly what it is. Uh, You may only get a small raise as well. The receiver's much more. You may be consistently passed over promotions. Uh, That's when you start to worry. And a lot of it is, too, is is the fact that, you know, uh, again, it goes back to passive aggression. Because you being a lawyer and you being Sue Happy. uh, (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. I know. I (laughs) joke. Uh, the, the, the fact is there is a lot of that out there, as you know. So it's like the passive aggression comes now is, you know, to get rid of somebody costs so much money in so many ways. Everybody's terrified that they're going to get sued. So it's this weird kind of, uh, even if the person's not very good, it's like, how do we go about doing it? Yeah. We got to walk you through it. And that's the other thing you're placed on unreasonable improvement plans. The dreaded PIP. Oh, the PIPs. 
it's so hard for big companies to fire people now. They're they're terrified of it. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's actually kind of amazing. Yeah, so so you get pipped, and that is something where it's a poor, you know performance improvement plan where they give you a plan of which you you if you're getting pipped, you're in trouble. You should yeah. know that. Yeah, right. That's, that's kind of a clue. Yeah, Start that's the first step towards, look, yeah. we're looking to fire you, but we're not going to do it today. We're papering the file. But we have to make sure that we have enough yeah. stuff on you to make sure that we can fire you. Yeah. And number five, your job expectations, your workloads have changed without any input from you. They start handing you stuff, and guess what? Boom. You have no idea why they're doing this. The expectation, your hours have changed, all of these things. You were said, hey, uh, I, I, you told me I could do hybrid work. No, sorry. Got to be here five days a week. Like, things are changing. Guess what, kids? Once you smell that, the cooking, it's, it's over for you. It's, it's all but over. It's all but over. Yeah, but yeah. you're right, though, man. Tr- trying to fire people nowadays. Oh, they're so worried. Everybody's so worried about it. Yeah. Even people who just aren't doing a good job. But Wouldn't you- it just be easier to go, look, dude, we want to get rid of you. What's a number that we can do this quietly at and yeah. get you out of here? Wouldn't that be easier? <laughs> it would be. You know? Never works. Never, ever Never works. Never works. That is Barry Markson. Hello. He's a spectacular star. If you need a defense oh, attorney, he's your man. If he can't do it, no one can. He's it for Gators. Gators be back on a Monday. Coming up, Coming Becky up. Lynn's going to do it. She's got your 5 o'clock expansion. Let's get us chat show.